All right, chapter 14, Cosmic Samples and the Origin of the Solar System. We're going to talk about meteors, meteorites, the formation of the solar system, and the comparison with other solar systems, and then planetary evolution. So meteors um, are rocks from space. Uh, some of them are the size of a pea. Uh, that's what causes a shooting star to be seen, and those are called meteors. If they make it down to the ground, uh, it's called a meteorite. Uh, meteor showers... Um, occur because of uh, we pass in the trail of a comet. So as a comet goes around, it breaks off little pieces that are that are falling off of it all the time. And when we go through that trail, uh, we end up hitting a getting in the path of uh, a meteor shower. And so uh, figure fourteen point three shows you the appearance of uh, the meteor showers. They come from they look to be coming from a singular point called the radiant, which is a, f a, a perspective effects. Uh, like the train tracks going off into a distance. And then you've got the different uh, meteor showers here. And so if you're, you know, depending on when you're listening to this, you might be able to catch one of these uh, uh, meteor showers in the upcoming dates here um, at nighttime. Take a look. Uh, the, elite, the Leonid meteor shower is the most famous because they were happening so quickly. They were, you know, they were just meteors, meteors every, you know, really, really often. And there's a painting there sort of exaggerating it. Um, to show you what that was like. So that'd be really cool to see something like that. Um, on any given night, you can see, you know, uh, several uh, just laying down on the ground. You can just watch for them, and you'll, you'll see them on any given night. Um, but during the meteor showers, the, the rates increase quite a bit. Um, they come from uh, the origins of the solar system. They're leftover pieces of stuff. Every one we've measured, they can be as old as four and a half billion years old or as old as the solar system itself because they were formed from the same stuff at the same time as the planet Earth was and other things were. Um, a lot of them fall on Antarctica you, and then they get pushed uh, around by the glaciers and so you end up finding um, asteroids, or sorry, meteorites pieces all over the place. Um, there's a cool picture here, 14.8 uh, from the Field Museum in Chicago. There's a, a meteor that went through um, this guy's truck, and uh, he got famous for it, and that, you know, his cushion is sitting in the museum there along with the meteorite that caused it. And uh, actually, you know, when the, uh, the, the meteorites hit the ground, they're actually pretty cold um, because they're so cold from outer space that the, the heating that happens while they fall through the atmosphere is so quick and so short that there's not enough energy to actually heat the stone up. So some people think that meteors cause fires, but they, they aren't hot enough when they hit the ground to, to do that. Um, so in figure 14.2, again, those are the different types of uh, meteorites. So make sure, you know, they're classified just like asteroids. Um, so again, make sure you understand that, um, the ages and compositions and, and where that comes from. Um, so that's related to the formation of the solar system, which is section 14.3, because uh, these things are pieces of, of solar system bits, uh, the construction bits. So this allows us to determine the ages of these uh, meteorites, and they're four and a half billion years old based on the radioactive dating and some other uh, dating processes. And uh, um, that allows us to determine uh, really kind of how the solar system formed. And, you know, any theory that explains the formation of the solar system has to be able to consider um, the compositions of the asteroids that are out there and the meteorites that hit the Earth. And so the, the formation of the solar system, again, the solar nebula uh, collapses. As it does it, you get a star forming at the center from the heat, and then the disk 
flattens out like a pizza. And then within that disk, you know, you get your planet starting to form. Uh, and then whatever's, you know, didn't get picked up by a planet, um, like a kid left over at a dodgeball game, didn't get selected. Uh <laughs> then you end up with uh, some leftover uh, pieces floating around in um, the uh, solar system there. And uh, um, that's pretty cool, actually. So that's what an asteroid is. Um, leftover stuff from the formation of the solar system didn't make it quite into a planet, but it helps us understand uh, you know, how planets are formed and what they're made out of. Um, figure 14.12 shows you basically you know, the temperature of the sun is such that you know, uh, certain materials can't exist close to the sun because it, it evaporates them out. So the temperature here from the sun out to Pluto shows you that, you know, 1500 degrees out to zero degrees Kelvin. Um, and this is why Mercury, Venus, Earth, and, Mar and Mars are rocky planets, and Jupiter and Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune are gas giants because uh, the gases around Jupiter um, could not exist around Earth in any major uh, volume like they do on Jupiter, okay? So uh, that's what that's trying to show you there. Um, so make sure you understand the formation of the terrestrial planets via the process of accretion and the formation of the giant planets um, where they didn't have the loss of the atmosphere like the inner planets did. Um, so comparison with other planetary systems, 14.4, again, Figure 14.14 is showing that we have direct pictures of other f solar systems forming, which is kind of wild. And we've got pictures of other baby uh, solar systems, figure 14.15, showing um, that our ideas of solar system formation are being repeated in other nurseries around the galaxy. And then we've learned that there's a bunch of planets out there around every star. Every star so far that we've looked at in detail, we've found planets orbiting it. So it doesn't seem like planets are unusual. It doesn't seem like solar systems are unusual. Um, so what seems to be so far unusual is life on Earth, uh, but everything else about Earth and everything else about our solar system is quite average and quite common, actually. Um, so make sure you understand that we have found extrasolar planets. They are out there. Um, and uh, we use those to sort of back up our current understanding of solar system evolution. So 14.5 is planetary evolution. And uh, this is again about the geologic activity. So make sure you know these keywords here, accretion, heating, differentiation. What is that? Um, solid crust, heavy cratering. What's the difference? Um, uh, what's the difference between a planet that has volcanism or not? So you can see as you go from uh, the past into now, the moon is, is cool. It has no activity. This is figure 14.18. Mercury, it's basically no tectonic activity, no no volcanic activity. Mars barely has any volcanic activity, probably doesn't have much. We've got plate tectonics on Venus and Earth. We've got some volcanism. It's not quite, you know, it's not super crazy. Um, in the past of Venus and Earth, there was tons more volcanism, but as we've cooled, that process has settled down a little bit. So anyway, that's that's a difference there. Uh, Olympus Mons is a, the largest volcano in the solar system, and that's on Mars, and figure 14.9 is trying to describe that, trying to show you, and that's the difference between the type of, vol uh, of lava that's out there. If it's smoother and runnier, it's going to run for longer distances before it cools, and that's how you can get a massive uh, volcano like uh, Olympus Mons. So um, that, that's just a difference between the types of volcanoes we see on Earth and Mars, and even on Earth, there's different types of volcanoes based on the composition of the magma. 
Okay, so then the atmospheres, so make sure you, you read about this again. Um, it's repeating a lot of the stuff we've already talked about, um, but we're really looking for liquid water with oxygen atmospheres in order to find a planet that might support life. Uh, so that's that's our main focus with that. So um, that is chapter 14.